do you have your AVM done? Yep. There you go. Oh, boy, I just picked a big booker up my nose. Jesus Christ. This guy. Can I have mm-hmm. take? Oh, shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you are recording. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer 16 Podcast, a podcast between two friends who met well in the summer of 2016. My name is Tunde, or Taught underscore seven, and I'm here with my dog, John Bowie, or John Bowie on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) So every Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views, experiences, and beliefs. We talk about anything, and as always, we leave having learned something new. On today's episode, we have a few things to catch up on while John silences his phone. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think that means I have to take a shot. Isn't that what we agreed on when we yeah. first uh, made this? Ah, yeah. oh, damn. So today we're going to catch up on a few things that um, has happened in our lives since last week. And then today we're going to talk about uh, some black-ass movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, we do have some listener feedback, and within our current event section, we do have some sad news with the passing of some some giants within the uh, civil rights um, space. And we are going to be actually praying for another giant, maybe not stature-wise, but just her well, that's presence. Fair to say. That's yeah. fair to say. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about her also. And uh, next, we'll also talk about uh, Mary Trump. She wrote a new book, and she actually had an interview last week with Rachel Maddow. We're going to also talk about... Another giant. Uh, another John's, giant. John, John's, another giant. John's favorite guy, uh, Kanye West. Come on, man. And then today, instead of having a waxing hypothetical, we're going to bring back our segment, our top five. Our Dylon segment. And we're, as always, going to leave you with our um, AVM section. So with that said, what's up with you, dog? First off, that has to be our most dysfunctional intro. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to keep it because this is a real, raw, authentic podcast. And that's the hell what we do. Um, I didn't need to go find a shot, though. So we might have to pause and come back. Um, but man, how am I doing? Uh, it's a tough day to be a fan of the greatest living artist of all time. Um, but we're going to get into that later. Right now we got a lot to cover. Um, Dog Pound just finished week one. Uh, that's been dope. And, uh, yeah, getting ready to head back to Cali soon. So just trying to get my mind right and get back ready for that. So, um, yeah, uh. How, how how was how was week one for you, dog? Uh, for me, it went pretty well. I got some some pretty good runs in. My long run kind of beat up my knees this week, um, but you know, otherwise, not too bad. How'd it go for you? Uh, for me, I think it went pretty well. Uh, well, last week was was I think good. 
Uh, we're doing four runs a week. Yep. The long run, it's always great to run with people. So we're starting to get more and more people within our little D9 group. Must be nice. Yeah, it is. I'm not even going to lie. Um, and my tempo runs are pretty good. Like, I'm doing a couple of my miles within my tempo runs at sub-sevens, so, which is where I want to be for my race. So uh, getting faster with those, building endurance. It's hot here. Um, I was yeah. complaining about it not being summer in July, but summer came really quickly. Dude, you can say that again. For my long run, I did it Saturday morning. Not as early as I should have, but um, there was a heat wave in Chicago, bruh. And I think even if you look at my splits, like my first three and a half miles, I'm like eight minutes, you know, 830 or something like that. You know, kind of like the mark that I'm going for. And then I hit that wall. And when I tell you I was like 10, 11 minutes for the rest of the way, like I was dying, bro. Like some parts of it, I had to like literally just kind of like take a break and just kind of cool off because I was like overheating. Yeah. Wasn't hydrated as much as I should have been also to be fair. But I mean, be safe. If y'all are out here running in the heat, like do not, do not be proud. Like take care of yourself first and foremost because that stuff will take you out. And remember to hydrate. Always hydrate. Yes, sir. That's... Not just not just like right before you're about to go for a run. Like hydrate throughout the day, the day before. Just as a general rule, drink water. Wow, thank you for that life changing <laughs> information, Tiffany. Well, I mean, there are some people who are anti water. I, I don't get it, but are there are there yeah. anti water people? Yes, people like I don't like the taste of it. I'm like, what? What? How can you not like the taste of water? Somebody is somebody has told you and they're like, oh no, like I don't drink water, it's nasty. Yeah. Like, Where are they from? A like, lot of people, like everywhere. Like I've lived a lot of places and people have said it. Like I just I just don't get it. I know some water has the taste, like I don't really fuck with aquafina because it has like it's because you bougie. It's because you bougie and you Voss only, but okay. Actually I don't mean, I don't even drink Voss. But I, I do like me some Fiji, I ain't gonna lie. It's funny as <laughs> I will fuck up some Fiji water, my nigga. <laughs> yeah, but overall, though, I do. I I, I have my Brita, and I go to work with that. So. Oh, I had a I got a Brita water bottle. Have you seen those? Like the filters in the the oh. cap of the bottle. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, that's kind of decent. But no, I just need a Brita filter. I should probably throw that water bottle away. Yeah, I got a filter with my Hydro Flask. A filter with your your hydro. I, I, I have a I have a filter and I pour that like the pitcher into my hydro flask. Oh okay. Yeah. Nice. Drink about three dollars a day and I'm good to go. Y'all got money over there, baby. Don't you have a hydro flask? Yeah, this one. Right okay, here. so this the same one. <laughs> yeah. I ain't same. got no filter though. My stuff straight from the tap, baby. I'm rugged. Whatever. Straight yo. from the tap only, dog. Whatever. Yo. So yeah, that's um that's we. That's week one. Today began week two of our training. Tell the, uh, tell the, tell the folks about the pi- uh, tell the folks about the playlist, dog. Talk about it. So so each week we're doing playlists uh, on Spotify or um, Apple Music. And if you want to listen to this playlist, just search my name, uh, Tunde Akunike, on either one. It'll pop right up. It's called T T D P Week Whatever. So this is week two. Just came out. Last week I did the first playlist. John did the playlist this week, and yes, I will get I will get John his his props. It is a fire playlist. 
yeah, yeah. I was I was jamming to it. I think tomorrow when I run, I'm just gonna take your advice and uh, put it on shuffle. Okay. Instead of listening to, listen to it straight through. But yeah, it, it's a really good playlist. Some songs I had never heard of. Um, but overall, I think it's it's really good tempo on on the tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Thank you, man. I'm so proud. Like, cause I know. Uh, like I intentionally put Jesus on there early in the game just because you were talking so much trash last week about Jesus. Um, oh, and timing is everything. Like now it's like I don't even want to talk about anything yay related, but we got to do it. But I mean, the playlist, I was, I was pretty proud of it. Like it's like an hour, an hour, 40 minutes this week because yeah. you know, we got longer runs. And I know last week the playlist was a little shorter, but um. I think it'd be decent, yeah. Try to throw it on shuffle. Um, I'm, I get super proud of making playlists and shit, so I'm glad you liked it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. I'm waiting for the other bros to give me feedback because you know they're gonna talk shit. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited about. I don't know if, if you can tell or listeners can tell. I'm really excited about like the process of like everyone running together or together virtually, if not physically. So those of us that live in the same city, but like I love. The process of going through a training cycle and training like having the playlist we're making shirts um yeah. we're making team shirts we're scouting airbnbs now for the for the race so it should be a really good time and also we're going to keep that shameless plug out there man uh for folks that are you know running on strava or if you are a runner and haven't yet joined strava check it out and uh join the virtual run club chasing roses run club yeah. Um, this yeah, two days started it about five. Yeah, and the Instagram chasing roses RC on Instagram. Yep. Yep. But yeah, two days started this what five five years ago, six years ago, five uh, years ago, five years ago, five years ago. Yeah, you know, and with in in light of Corona and and, and COVID nineteen, man, it's a virtual run club. We're you know it's growing slowly but surely, but you know, honestly, it's just a great group of folks, man, encouraging each other, and it's a lot of fun. So, Chasing Roses Run Club, I'm a I'm a plug it for you, bro. Appreciate you, appreciate you, dog. Uh, so let me tell you about the uh, the torturing that that's been going on that's been going on while I've been at the crib. Um, my mom keeps having me watch the worst movies bro <laughs> and like and it's like it's like it's it's moms right and admittedly like i'm probably more of a mama's boy than i ever gave myself credit for and so like if my mom wants to watch a movie like i'm gonna i'm gonna watch the movie i'm gonna talk trash but i'm gonna watch it but bro when i tell you this weekend we must have watched like three black movies and i'm just calling black ass movies bro we watched uh one of them was that netflix joint Fatal, uh, what is it? Fatal, Fatal Affair. Fatal yeah. Affair with Nia Long and uh, who Omar, Omar X, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We watched Fatal Affair. We watched that Tyler Perry joint. Um, I just told you the title of it a second ago. Uh, the Fall from Grace. Far from. Fall, fall from, from Grace. Yeah. A fall, a fall from, from Grace. Yep. And then we watched another one, which was like. I think that joint was on BET. It oh, was. Man. Hold on, dog. I don't even remember the name of it. It was like, it was something about like an, a text message or some shit. Like, oh my god, it's about to drive me crazy. Oh my god. 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 Oh my god.
my God. <laughs> Speaking of driving you crazy. <laughs> oh, no, my dog is the worst right now. At Sweet Baby Guinness on Instagram. Yes, Sweet Baby Guinness. I think it's called Friend Request. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a thriller. It's called Friend Request, bro, on BET. I think it's, like, new, too, bro. We watched that movie also. And honestly, my mom was giving me a hard time because for all these movies, I'm in there going ham, like, this is trash. The acting is trash. The storyline is trash. And I did not want to watch any of them. She's just like, we got to support our black movies. We got to support our black actors and actresses. And I'm just like, man, I support them when they're not in trash ass movies. Like, you can't keep tormenting me like this. <laughs> have you seen any of those movies today? Like, any of the movies that I mentioned? Have you seen any of them? Uh, I started a Far from Grace, and I, I think I turned, I think I turned that movie off within uh, five minutes. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Garbage, garbage. Yeah. Um, and favorite affair. Everyone was talking about it this weekend, and on on Instagram, people like in my different text groups, people were saying how bad it was, and I was like, it can't be that bad. I mean, it's Nia Long. Bruh. I used to love Nia Long. Like, Bruh. like if she was like probably one of my first crushes, and I'm like, all right, yeah. I gotta, I gotta check it out because it's Nia Long. Exactly, exactly. And I think I lasted a little bit longer than five minutes, maybe fifteen minutes, maybe. I, I mean, I, I got to the point where like, like. First of all, well, you can call it an affair, but they 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 never. Yeah, I don't care about ever. I don't care about spoiling this movie because it's trash. But they, oh wait 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 no listen okay hold on hold on because you about to say they never really did nothing. No, they, I said, was mad wild. They, they never had sex. They never had sex. That's what I was gonna say. Okay, I mean so, she almost got broke off. Oh yeah 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 for sure for sure. She but was like, still messy as hell, bro. She was she was though, but I'm like yo, you tripping over, over you know. A kisses in the bathroom, bro. Yeah, like imagine if they would have had sex, dog. He he might have offed himself. <laughs> Look, yeah, you're right. Fuck it. Fuck spoiling the movie. Um, like he didn't even really like kill that many people. Like, cause basically, for those who do plan on watching, it, it's base it's basically like one of those, um, you know, movies where one person is like. They want to take the spouse of someone else. Like, I think there was the movie that Beyonce did, right? Like, yep. there's been several movies like this where I think it's typically like some crazy woman gets obsessed and then they go and like try to kill the wife and then they want to be with the husband and have their babies or whatever. Okay. Um, but in this case, it was a guy who was obsessing over the woman. What's another movie like that? No, that's slightly different. I think on the hand rocks the cradle, but he she's wanted the baby, right? I think she just wanted the baby, yeah. Okay. But but I mean, like the one with Beyonce was definitely like right in that same wheelhouse, yep. and there was like a couple others. Like I feel like every couple years they'd have another movie like this, and they suck. But in this one, it's like Omar Epps is the dude, and it's like so you got the black man trying to kill Nia Long's husband and family so he can be with Nia Long and blah blah blah, and it's just like, yo, bro, you're tripping. Um, it wasn't good. It just wasn't good. So uh, one thing is. I think I've come to a realization that, because I was thinking about this earlier today, my brothers were texting me about um, about how much we all used to love No Limit, and then thinking back on it, how like they were all basically they were all trash rappers to be honest, right? The you said No Limit, you no all Limit, love right? Limit? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So then like that's because like you, we have the nostalgia, and we look back. Oh my god, it was such yeah. a great time. I think the same thing happens with like 
we think about the acting chops of of Neil Long and Omar Omar Epps, right? They're not really that great, right? Oh, hold on, hold on, name, hold on. Name name the movie where Neil Long is just like you're blown away by her acting abilities. Um, a movie where she blew me away. Big Mama's House. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same with Omar Epps, right? Like, there are these classic movies that we like. If you look back on with reference and be like, oh my god, that movie was like, I love Jones and like, yeah, um, and and he was in in, in, in the wood. You're like, right. the oh wood was great. You're like, oh, but he was he really a great actor or was it just like back then? Can you're you like, say so. Neil Long was in Soul Food, not a great acting job, no. Okay, okay. well, I mean, Boys in the Hood, did she was she like, she she's a terrible actor in that. I don't know, Swanee shot Ricky. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She was Debbie in Friday. Come on, son. No. Friday was a classic. That's what, what I'm saying. These are classic movies, but like... Is she acting well is what you're asking? No, she's not. And neither is Omar Epps. Okay, fine. I'm sticking with my original answer then. Big Mama's House. Stop <laughs> performance. Um, Nia Long. Great. And I love Neil Long. Like I still, I follow her on Instagram to this day. Like, man, did she? Didn't she kind of look a little funny in that movie though? In Fatal Affair, in the five minutes that you saw, uh, she was she was looking a little off to me. No, I thought Omar Epps looked more off than she did. Omar yeah. Epps kind of fell off a little bit. Cause Omar, yeah. Omar Epps used to be like a sex symbol, right? And like, was he? Mm. Yes, hold on. There's got to be a good Omar Epps movie out there. Loving basketball, loving basketball. Fam. Come on. No, sorry. No. No. Come. Play me for your heart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. It, it, it's fire. a it's a good movie. So I think like back in the '90s, what happened was there weren't the like we were so happy in the '90s to get like this influx of black movies that we just like, oh my god, this is great. This is great. This is great. Mm. And they were good. They were really good movies. Like they were good movies, and I watched them all the time. But that doesn't mean that the that these actors and actresses like are doing like just great jobs. Mm. I think you're being just incredibly harsh to our black our black actors, bro. Am I? I, I black actors. Episode. To... We have a top five. We have a top five segment where I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you some people who I think will run circles around all of them. I mean, okay, no, we can't compare them. Yes, we can. Yes, you can. Like, actors, actors, like they're so, like. So, so for instance, so, so for instance, Adam Sandler makes some good movies. He has some good movies, right? Uh huh. Or let me use Adam Sandler. Are you, I'm about to say, use... I, yeah, don't disrespect Adam Sandler, bro. Oh, he's trash. That man, he's what? trash. Stop it! How dare you, Tim Day? He's trash. Adam, besides, besides Big Daddy, besides Big Daddy and and Waterboy, name another really good movie he has. Happy Gilmore. Eh. What? All right, all right, fine, fine. Adam Sandler, right? Adam Sandler, right? Yeah. I think he's a good yeah. actor, right? Now put him up I, against. Put, put him up against. Actor, put him up against. Put him up against. Uh, put him against Leonardo DiCaprio. That's not fair. That's not fair. They do different things. Okay, fine. Put put. I, I think Adam Sandler. We need to we. Okay, put him up against so Robin Gibbons. Then Robin Gibbons. You want to compare Adam Sandler to Robin Givens? Yeah, I do. He's better than Robin Givens. Oh my god! 
Wow. He's better than Robin Givens. Robin wow. Givens is hey, cool. Listen, like she, she it, cool, but like no, Robin like, Givens. I thought you were talking. Robin mm-hmm. Givens, the, the the actor, the actress, the actor. Are you talking about Robin Williams? Oh, sorry, Robin Williams. My bad. My bad. Boy, I'm like. <laughs> my bad. Robin Givens, my like she's cool, bro, but like. No, no, Robin Givens like, is trash. Also. I'm about to say like what? No, like no, 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 Robin Givens. Robin Williams. My bad. Robin Williams. So Robin Williams okay. and, oh. and Adam Sandler. My man, I'd be really p- perplexed. <laughs> 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 um. R.I.P. Robin Williams, by the way. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, okay, uh, okay, yeah. I mean, Robin Williams. You know, he was in Aladdin, bro. You know, he was genie, bro. He was in Jumanji, bro. The original Jumanji, not the the not OG Jumanji. Don't don't disrespect the new. Don't the new dis- one is, is not that bad. That shit's actually pretty fucking it, good. It is. It is. I mean, I, I can't Come say on. that. It is pretty Come good. Come on. You was I, so ready to I, be I, I, caught on, I caught on HBO one time. I was like, hold on. This is actually pretty interesting. It's actually pretty good. You was about to be disrespectful. Both of them. But yeah, okay. so... But, so, okay, so wait, think... a second, wait a second. Because you're, you're disrespecting Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler low-key is top five comedic actors of, of all time. Wow. And we don't have this on the docket, but... I will take a note right now, and I'm if people care, maybe I'll put a poll up. Like, um, should we do top five comedic actors? Because you're bugging if you don't think Adam Sandler is on there. You about to have fucking Bernie Mac and fucking mother, just a bunch of black ass comedians, but you ain't gonna disrespect my guy. I think Adam Sandler is better than Will Ferrell. Whoa. Adam Sandler, I think, is better than Will Ferrell in comedic Whoa. movies. Oh. For every Step Brothers, I can give you a, a a Happy Gilmore or a Billy Madison, bro. You haven't seen you haven't seen Billy Madison. Okay, okay. let's let's do this. Let's do this real quick. Okay. Name a movie better than Anchorman that Adam Sandler has. Waterboy. Better? I don't think it's better. I I'll put those on even on even ground. Okay, okay, at least even. At least even. Okay. Uh Talladega Nights. Name another one. I think I think I would say either, you know, Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. You're a buggy. Neither of those movies oh, are better than oh, Talladega Nights. Oh, what? And you know the reason why you know the reason why Adam Sandler has like leveled up Oh bro, the longest yard? Come on. Fire, fire, step, step brothers, fire, fire, bro. And, and, and I, I got another, I got another, I got another. Uh, since you don't want to do black comedic actors, Jack Black is better than him. Jack Black don't got enough hits, bro. He doesn't have enough hits. I mean, I love Jack Black too. Like, I think um, School of Rock. School of Rock is fire. I think it's fire, but mm-hmm. I don't think he got enough hits. I never Nacho really Libre? watched. Nah, 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 doesn't touch, doesn't touch, don't touch. Nacho! Get that quote out of my face. My favorite part of the movie, really quickly, is, is when they lose their first match. And then, <laughs> and then like, and like, uh, Chancho is like, kind of like, kind of like, just down in the dumps. He's like, fuck, we lost the money. And then uh, Nacho's in a, in a stall and he comes out. He's like, Chancho, do you remember that time? 
when a crowd was chanting my name and I used my strength to rip my blouse. <laughs> God, I still, I, to this day, I still give people hugs and be like, and I kind of squeeze. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I, love, I love that movie. It's so good, but still not better than no Adam Sandler shit. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, Adam, Adam, we, we went on a huge tangent. Yeah, bro. Like, focus, we got, dog. Dang. We talk about these black ass movies. Bruh, yeah, the black ass movies. I, th- I think we oh. just didn't feel like talking about these dumbass movies that we talked about shit that we actually like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, real real talk though. Um, because we had talked about a fall from grace. Do you do you rock with um do you rock with Tyler Perry? Do you rock with Tyler Perry, his movies and shit? Like, do you, are you a Tyler Perry supporter? I'm a supporter of what he does. Because um, within, just within society and, and within our society, this capitalistic society, I think ownership means a lot. Okay. And Tyler Perry built his shit from the ground up. Yeah. And, like, he, like, people are like, oh, my God, his movies are trash. But, like, look at all the people he employs. All the black actors, black actresses, like mm-hmm. a, a lot of the Marvel movies, he they, they are filmed on uh, at his studios. Black Panther is filmed in Atlanta, so think about how much you love Black Panther. So, I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, not not you, but like just in general, like it, it made a <laughs> lot of fucking, it made a lot of fucking money. It, that is a so, fact. And a lot, a lot of a lot of like when it came out, I was teaching middle school at the time, and my kids like it was like a game changer for it's- them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, do I think, do I, am I a fan of Medea? No. But generally, I'm not a fan of just, you know, just men dressing up as, as women um, mm-hmm. and, and making it funny. I'm not really a fan of that. But mm-hmm. um, overall, I do like some of his movies. I think we discussed, I like um, I like uh, Four Daughters. Okay. Uh, uh, I like the first couple Medea movies before it got really corny. Yeah. Um, just because it was just this guy like made stage plays and he took his shit to the big screen and yeah, the movies. So, um, but overall, am I a fan of his? Uh, not of his movies, no. Not so much. Mm. No. What about not the? So t- do you watch? Do you ever watch the TV shows also? I Not forgot really. the name. I forgot the name of that TV show he had. Uh, something, something Brown. Meet the Brown. Oh, Meet, Meet the Browns. Yeah. Meet the Meet Browns. The Browns yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was good. I liked that TV show. That shit was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but like overall, I think his his movies can get a little corny. Sure. Um, but I'm never gonna like disparage people who who are fans of his and sure. support him because. I'm I mean, dog is on his grind, bro. Yeah. And then if you don't like it, like, there's also there's plenty of other black shit that you can watch, and that's the that's the good thing about, I think it's a good thing about about black entertainment, is mm-hmm. when you only have one one person or one thing, that one thing has to be something to everyone, and yeah. and there's other things now that we can go to. Like if I don't like that shit, I can go watch Insecure, or I can go watch yeah. Atlanta, or I can go watch yeah. Snowfall, I can watch whatever I want. And still see black representation, and I'm not just focused on Tyler Perry. This, he's not for me, and I'm not in his um, I'm fan not base, his yeah, demographic, or demographic. Yeah so, yeah. yeah, so he can market to someone else, and I support whoever wa- supports him, and support I, I support him, but I support his work. 
That's fair. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think a lot of the some of the movies that he's done um, beyond Dia have turned out. I think you were talking about um, Daddy's Little Girls. Was that the movie you were yeah, referring? Yeah, yeah, I don't know why I said four daughters. Daddy's Little Girls. Yeah, it's four, it's four girls, right? What's the I think he had like three or four daughters, and yeah. it was the and the the mom was super ratchet or whatever, yeah, and like dating a drug dealer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that movie a lot. That was pretty. That was actually pretty good. Um, let's see. I thought Why Did I Get Married was good. Yep, I liked Why Did I Get Married. There was one of them that I that I thought he did. It was like Good Deeds or something like that. Um, is that the is that the one where like the the guy divorces his wife and then goes to like. The, marry marry someone else, and he gets the, he gets shot in the back, and his ex wife kind of nurses him back to health. I I'm thinking of the one where it was like the the black chick was creeping with the white dude, and she thought he was gonna leave the white dude. Um, ah, Jesus Christ, I'm doing a terrible job describing this. It's like, oh, the family that prays. That's the one. Um, and it was with. Yeah, the 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 daughter was Sanaya Lathan, and um, oh she yeah, was yeah, yeah, the yeah, white dude, and then she yep. thought the white dude would like leave his wife for her, woo woo woo, and you yeah. know a whole and bunch Tyler, of drama. And, and Tyler Perry was the husband, and he was a construction worker. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that one. And he smacks the shit out of her. Smacks the hell out of her, G. Which we don't condone. On oh, this of course not. Podcast. Uh, unless but unless we play hockey. Unless you, geez, yeah, talk to Cal, <laughs> Unless you're playing hockey, then you know men are Apparently like it's okay. Appear, accordingly, according to some of our followers, O O M F. Um, and your girl Robin Givens is in that as well. I know how how highly you think of her as an actor, actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good movie. Found that praise. Support Tyler Perry. You're right, man. Dude built it from the bottom up. G like. Yeah. You know, even if you, you know, I agree with you. Like, I'm not a huge fan of him putting on a wig and a and a big dress, um, and and carrying a purse just to, you know, for comedy's sake. But, um, you know, I ain't gonna lie to you. I done definitely seen damn near all the plays. I saw one of them live, G, and it was low key funny as fuck in Oakland. <laughs> but she was heat. She was, of course, I did. I support black. I support black art. Just not these terrible movies that my mama be trying to make me watch. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I love you, mama, but dang, like, give a brother a break. These are trash. I just watch. I see me watching BET movies, bro. The Black Network, not owned by black people. Like, come on. But shout out to the U of I alum for starting it. Illinois in this bitch. Okay, let's um, yeah, let's um, let's go ahead and res- uh, get to a a listener feedback from last week. So, uh, for our waxing hypothetical last week, we had the question, and I'll read it one time really quick. Uh, the, the waxing hypothetical, you, and you posed this from your friend group. A man proposes to a woman with a receipt of her 70K student loan debt, paid in full instead of a ring. She, said, she thanks him and says she still requires a ring before getting married. What is she? Is she A, reasonable, B, ungrateful, C, smart, or D, dumb? That was the question that we had for our waxing hypothetical, and your answer was? I said whatever smart was. 
you said smart. Ugh, I still just disagree with you so strong, strongly. But uh, I said that she was ungrateful, um, and my gut reaction was that she was dumb. That was my that was how, that was how I honestly felt. But I think I landed comfortably on ungrateful. If you guys want to hear the dialogue, you know, go check out episode sixteen. Yep. E- episode sixteen, dog. Quick aside, we really missed an opportunity there. 16th episode for the Summer 16 podcast. Oh, yeah. We low-key jagged, bro. So now we got to wait till the 2016th episode. <laughs> uh. Oh, Lord. But anyway, um, we have feedback. Um, and so this came to us on our Instagram account. So I'm going to read it. We're going to give our thoughts. So, hey, Summer 16. Loved, loved the last episode. The more I think about the ring student loan thing, the more I strongly disagree with Tunde. Sorry, Tunde, but I got to be honest. Yes. As a married person, I learned that whether you like it or not, marriage is all about compromises. That even though someone may not have done something the way you ideally wanted it, would you end your relationship over this? It's not a matter of he's, she's goofy and he's, she's smart. It's a matter of something being, quote unquote, worth it to you personally. And that comes from our friend JT. Um, so what are your thoughts I, today? My thoughts are, I mean, obviously, compromise would be like the ideal, you know, outcome from that. But that doesn't make a good game, right? The game is you have to pick one of the four. You can't say we'll, we'll, we'll compromise. So I picked one and it, it was it was smart. So um, I would say ideally, I will agree. I, I agree with her. Like, if... In real life, if that situation happens, of course you're not going to throw your whole relationship away over either a ring or somebody paying a debt for you that you didn't ask for. But again, I think that takes us back takes me back to like the insecure chat, right? Like if yeah. everyone did if everyone did everything that like how they're supposed to and and they were level headed with it, then it wouldn't be entertaining and we wouldn't have anything to talk about. So Fair. if you had Fair. to pick one of the points, yeah, I went with you know. I went with what would make what would make the best conversation. Sure, sure, sure. And that, and that was smart. So Yeah, and, and actually, you know, um I wanna respond because I guess there was no like actual answer given, right? Like they didn't say if they were like A, B, C or D. Like if they would have yeah. said reasonable or ungrateful or something like that, I think that's interesting. Uh, but I, I, I I'm I'm kind of in the same wheelhouse as you, right? I, I do agree. Just from the sense of like, you know, it's not really fair to say one person's smart, one person's dumb, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, like, even though my my gut reaction was like, man, she goofy, like, da da da. Like, realistically, I think it's more something about like priorities and, you know, really understanding your partner, navigating the relationship, compromising. Of course, you know, you and I having a conversation about like, oh, it's so good to just really be in tune with your partner it, it, it could get dry really fast and i think for the sake of the question like you know we have strong opinions <laughs> about it. uh but that being said like in terms of like a real life relationship you know i, I would hope that you know nobody would take a gesture like that and just be like well if you don't get me a ring we ain't getting married like that's yeah. that's just goofy bro yeah like, i mean i think if that happened to me in real life uh and you made that hard stand like i think you're you're telling me, you know, who you are, and and maybe if you do leave, I say that saved me a lot of heartache and maybe a lot of money that later on down the line. 
Shit, it didn't save you that seventy k student loan debt though, bro. Well, you get married, you can say you have. You can say you have. Yeesh, bro. So. Ugh. Yeah. I, we, we, I think, I think we can still agree on this. That dude is goofy for cutting the check before he even married her, though. Like, big tripping. Yeah, I mean, I'm not doing it. Paying seventy k before you. I mean, married? if you got it. If you do, do like a multi-millionaire and that's like ten bucks to him, then, then by, by all means, go go ahead. That's right. I guess but, you ain't tricking if you got it. But seventy k is not ten dollars to me, so. Not yet, man. But God is making moves in your life, dog. Let's put it into. Appreciate the, you, dog. You, you, you too. You too. Bless up, Tunday. Bless up, dog. We finna make moves. This podcast finna make moves. You feel me? It all started with the West, uh, with the Cash App, dog. Let's. Get- <laughs> Dollar sign 716 pod. Dollar sign 716 pod. If you're hearing this right now and you feel the Lord moving in this place, feel free to put something on our books. Dollar sign 716 pod. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not problematic at all. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's. What's up? Appreciate the feedback. Um, yeah, yeah for sure. I just, I just think that um, for, for the podcast, the sake of. Uh, being entertaining, like of course John and I are gonna try to pick two different sides of an argument and argue our way towards the middle. I think I think it's just more entertaining that way. Yeah, I don't. And honestly, I don't think it's very hard for us to try to pick different sides. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that we just get a question <laughs> and we're just gonna be like, "Bro, why the hell do you think that?" Like, yeah. what? Yeah, what? for sure. Uh, but it works out. It tends to work out, and we love the feedback. So you know, guys, um, don't hesitate. You know, you can always get us at summer16podcast at gmail.com. You know, Instagram, summer16pod. Um, yeah, because we'd love to, you know, bring you guys in on the conversation. Like, we love the feedback. Um, you know, don't be shy. You know, we're nice, guys. We're nice. Always. All right, dog. So let's move on to some current event stuff, yeah? Uh, you want to sour, sour the mood. Uh, I know, but I think I that I think there's a lot of you know positive things. So you want to kick off this first topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. So two two titans, as I said at the beginning, in the fight for civil rights, um, died this past weekend. Um, John Lewis died at eighty. And I want to say he died from cancer. I'm not sure what type of cancer. Pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic yeah. cancer, which is the cancer that has probably one of the worst um, prognosis uh, of survival. And then uh, CT Reverend Reverend CT Vivian also died on the same day. Uh, he was ninety. He was ninety five. So yeah. and his was natural causes, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, John Lewis, if you don't know, um, former civil rights advocate um, with SNCC or Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, also with um, also with uh, the S, uh, the student sorry the uh, Southern Leadership uh, Conference uh, with Martin Luther King, and later on became a a senator, most famous known for why why his while fighting civil rights, the Bloody Sunday on yep. uh, uh, on the Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama. 
um, Reverend C.T. Vivian was uh, one of the field generals for um, MLK. He um, was a champion for non well, they both cha champions for nonviolence. Um, John Lewis uh, described it as getting into good trouble. Um, yeah, that's what, he's, what he's famous for. That's one of his famous quotes, yeah. Yeah. So, um, C.T. Vivian also had a famous quote, um, in no way will we allow nonviolence to be destroyed by violence. And that's um, what he talked about in his time in, um, in civil rights. So, they both died on the same day, which is which is kind of crazy. Like, yeah. They have like, these two, like, such powerful men die on the same day. Um, really, really sad. Um, but they lived really, like, full long lives and it just it makes me wonder like not about them but like other civil rights um advocates who who fought during the 60s 50s and 60s and even the 70s and who were like killed like in in their prime or in their young like what could they have done later on in their life if they you know weren't killed by racists well i mean honestly man well, not not to dodge your question really quick, but you know, honestly, I looked at you know, I, I I thought there was a lot of you know, obviously it's unfortunate that they passed away, but just like looking back on their lives, like in the time that we're living right now, like I think it's a huge reminder that you know there are people still alive today that were you know marching with Martin Luther King that were that were hugely involved in the civil rights movement in the in the 60s and you know and since then right i mean even with uh you know reverend ct vivian right i think his first non-violent protest was in 1947 uh you know they were both freedom riders right you know yep. protesting the segregation of bus stops and these people are, are are have been alive like today and there's other people like them still yep. alive today and it's 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 one of those reminders for people out there that you know everyone wants to look back and see oh these black and white pictures and oh that was so long ago and blah 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 like like my grandma is 90 years old like she's older th than you know John uh, you know uh, former senator John Lewis like people are have are alive during this day and the same people that were beating them over the head and you know being incredibly you know, racist and violent towards them, those people are still alive too, right? And so we're sitting here at a time where everyone is so shocked about racism and so shocked that, you know, people have these views. They're still out there. They're still alive. They raised an entire generation of people with those beliefs. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it really hits home. Like, it's real. And it's crazy. Like, you look at videos or pictures from Bloody Sunday and you see how the you know the police were, were treating you know peaceful protesters and then you look at what's going on today and how they're doing the same thing and you see yeah. like cities like Portland where like there are unmarked vans they're just kidnapping people essentially and yeah. for doing like nothing but peaceful peacefully protesting and you can see like you know 50 years ago 60 years ago how Things have changed, but things have also stayed the same. Yeah. And it just sucks when you think about it that way. Yeah. Well, and, and the truth of the matter is, you know, these 
you know, we had a a conversation on a or a question on a previous episode, right? Like, what are you willing to die for? Like, what are you willing to give your life for? And I think both of these men were, you know, perfect examples of like, you know, really fighting for a cause, championing championing, you know, that fight for for civil rights and and social justice for all people, man. And like, I, I find that incredibly beautiful. Um, you know, and it's a huge loss, but you know. Uh, I saw a mess. I saw something online where you know, even today, there's another John Lewis living. There's another C.T. Vivian living. There's people out there doing the work and you know putting their life on the line and and willing to get into good trouble, such that you know let's not wait until some of these like heroes and leaders are gone, right? Let's support them now. Let's you know identify them and celebrate them, you know, uh, because. You know, like you said, yeah, that was back then, but a lot of that stuff is still going on now. And you know, if we don't do something, then you're you're doomed to repeat that same history. Yep. You know, I, I found a I found a, a statistic, um, you know, of, from the freedom, uh, like from 1961, while the Freedom Riders were were going, and you know, it was like an approval, it was approval metrics. Yeah. And just to think, like in, in May of 1961, the question was, do you approve or disapprove of what the Freedom Riders are doing? 22% of people approved, 61% people disapproved, and 18% uh, had no opinion. Oh, and just mind you a caveat, if someone's over there doing math and it doesn't add up to 100%, there's just little rounding uh, stuff going on. So don't be thinking that motherfuckers don't know how to count. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just reading it from the statistics. Uh, and then the other question was, do you think the sit-ins at lunch counters, freedom buses, and other demonstrations by Negroes will hurt or help the Negroes' chances of being integrated in the South? And 28% believe that they would help, 57% said they were hurt, and 16% had no opinion, right? Again, for the mathematicians out there, like, just, just rock with us for a little bit. Um, but it, it's funny because you sit here and, and and you think about these numbers in 1961 and overwhelming majority is like, that's not going to help. That's a terrible idea. Why are they doing that? They're only hurting their chances. And it's oddly reminiscent to me of how, you know, how you have all these people so quick to be like, you know, they're protesting. That's not going to get them anywhere. Oh, they're they're talking about this and, you know, doing this. That's not going to get them anywhere. And there's such high disapproval. But shit, like, what do you want people to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you sit there and you're just willing to take it, you know, hey, I, I'm all for nonviolence. I don't think you should burn down your own neighborhood. But you need to be heard. You need to be seen. And you need to um, yeah. make a make a stance. Because, you think, like, you think about it. Protesting, like, these protests haven't stopped. It's just, no. like, people, people have... or. The media has, ha- has stopped covering it, and yeah. why they stop covering it? Because it's nonviolent, so it doesn't really grab the eyes. See what I'm saying? And doesn't grab it. Doesn't grab the eyes. Doesn't make money for them. So, right. Um, so there's a reason why why like protests are meant to be disruptive, and mm-hmm. and sometimes if if it need be, uh, some people fuck, fuck it. They, they they're gonna riot. And that's gonna yeah. bring attention, because when people are rioting. And actually burning things down, oh, the, the news the news crews were there. Oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah, but now that folks want to, you know, peacefully protest and have stuff organized and, you know, quote unquote, fall in line, you know, everybody, you know, is a lot of folks comfortably uh, bringing their social media pages back to the regular, you know, regularly scheduled programming and, you know, acting like they forget about it. But nah, man, like the the fight's just starting. Right. And so, you know, I would like to, you know, just use, you know, this segment to really just celebrate um, the lives of these two great men um, and all the men like them, you know, the ones that are that are no longer with us, the ones that are still with us and, you know, have raised the generation of, you know, other activists and everyone out there who's listening that is is getting involved, man. Like, that's what this is about, in my opinion, um, because so, the, 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 the grind don't stop, baby. So really quickly um, today. I listened to the daily podcast and it was the whole, the whole episode was about John Lewis and it talked about like his history or his, like his life. And he had one of his longtime friends actually on the podcast talking about um, John Lewis. And mm-hmm. what I didn't know was one, he's from, he was from Alabama, like area, mm-hmm. like near Troy, Alabama, which is the area that I've frequented, not actually been I've driven through there a lot. I didn't actually stop there because I know what Troy is like. Yeah, uh, yeah people yeah. like me, right? So he was born there, and his parents were like sharecroppers. Yeah. And uh, if you know what sharecropping is, you know like the the, the ties that it has to slavery. So to think about one, the son of sharecroppers became a senator, which is that's crazy in itself. But he wanted to go to school. He wanted to go to um, Troy State, and of course, at the time, the school was segregated, so he couldn't go. And so he ended up going to, to Nashville. Um, he wrote to Dr. King. Dr. King like took him in. He ended up going to seminary school in Nashville. And that's where he got into like the lunch counter sit-ins in Nashville to desegregate yeah. like a lot of the, the um a lot of the the, the the counters and the stores in Nashville. And so that kind of hit home for me because like in the fifties, imagine if, if John Lewis and all the other students were like, you know what, we're gonna accept status quo. We don't wanna like really mess anything up and things still remain still remain segregated in, in Nashville. Like yeah. I moved I moved there in two thousand four and I, I couldn't imagine like going to like a store and then like, no, you can't or go to a restaurant now, you can't sit here because we don't serve niggers. Yeah. Like and then I don't know, I just I'm think I'm thankful for people like like John Lewis and 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 CC Vivian and, and and Malcolm X and yeah and and just every, everyone who came you know before us to to get us to where we are today. Even though I know we still have so much further to go. Yeah. No, and 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 I'll and I'll second that really quick. Right, you know, I know that you know I, I spoke about CT Vivian's uh, first protest in 1947. That was in. Peoria, Illinois, right? That's like an hour from Champaign where I went to school. Yeah. Uh, in in maybe about an hour and a half from Chicago. And, um, you know, it was just, it's just mind-blowing to me because in 1947, right, like the chapter of my fraternity was started in 1929 there. You know, it was literally a time where, you know, folks would be trying to get an education and they could not get housing. If you did not have, you know, 
folks like CT Vivian protesting in these areas, you know, you know, black families living in these segregated places, like that's how students were able to go to school in at these times because you weren't allowed on campus housing. You weren't allowed the same opportunities as students. Like it was literally people giving their their time, their love, their life, like everything just to give someone else an opportunity and so you know, when they say you stand on the sh we're standing on the shoulders of giants, man, like these are definitely two people uh, worth mentioning in the history books. If you haven't heard of them before this, like just take a second, pause this right now. Go look them up, man, um, because, you know, a, a lot of what we're able to do today is it's from the actions of not just them, but men like them, men and women like them. And so, um, you know, let's let's celebrate them in their life and you know, the work that they've done to get us to where we are. And like you said, Tunde, we got a lot of work to go. And so, yep. Yeah. All right. So speaking of another, two, <laughs> another giant, and, yeah, another giant, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, was recently, um, hospitalized. So she had an infection and then it's revealed this past uh, week that earlier this year, uh, her cancer has returned. So this would be her fourth fourth time. Uh, I think getting, it's I think it's her fourth, yeah. Yeah, fourth time getting cancer. So if you don't know who Ruth Bader Ginsburg is or RBG, she's one of the Supreme Court justices. Um she's eighty seven years old and she's one of the liberal judges on on the court. So there are nine justices on the court. Uh as of right now, there are five conservatives and four liberals. So conservatives do have the vote, and if she, his things, first of all, like outside of outside of you know the implications to the Supreme Court and and politics, like cancer sucks. Like I studied, yeah. like I studied, um, I studied cancer for for like my thesis, and uh, within that, like I had to like I at different conferences, I heard people speak. Who were survivors, family members who who spoke, who um, who who their loved ones didn't survive. So like it just sucks hearing the story of, of you know, cancer. I have friends whose you know parents also passed from it, but I wish her a speedy recovery because I don't, I wouldn't wish I wouldn't wish cancer on anybody. Yeah, seriously. Um, and the families as well, right? Yes. Not just the person going through, it, but the families. Yep. It's an incredibly exhausting thing. For sure. Having having gone through it, you know, in my own way, you know, with my family too, like, it's it's rough. And like the fourth time, man, that just kind of just breaks my heart. Like, like you said, beyond any sort of political or other implications, like, you know, just prayers to them and their family, right? Because at 87 years old, like, you want to just be living your golden years. And she has the weight of the world, it seems like, on her shoulders, right? Yep. Yep. Um... And so, like, if she, if she does pass, then guess who gets to pick the next Supreme Court justice? Yeah. It's the, 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 I don't know what to call him. The president. The, the president? <laughs> he, he gets to pick the next Supreme Court justice. Uh, and you know he's going to pick a, a conservative who wants to take rights away from everyone. Yeah. Except, you know. His buddies. The, the wasps, the rich wasps, uh, wasps. Um, but I just hope that, you know, she's, she's, she recovers, does well, and can retire on her own terms 
Yeah. Um, hopefully, after we get a new president, because if 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 we get if if, she, if God forbid she passes and the president gets to pick another another justice, we're gonna get another Kavanaugh. And yeah. That's what I don't want. Well, I mean, I think that brings up the the good point, right? Uh, it, you know, a lot of people. I, I can't say a lot of people, but there are definitely folks that you know when it comes to this election, they're very hesitant, right? You know, there's there's a a group of folks that are just like, man, like no Trump, like anything but Trump, anything but Trump, and there is a lot of people that are just like, you know, Biden is not the guy. Like he he has all these gaffes. He doesn't know what the hell is going on. Like they have their own whatever personal issues with him. But, you know, when you look at situations like this, it's 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 bigger than just the presidency, right? Yep. Like who who who's going to be the one nominating the next Supreme Court justices? Excuse me. Like what other policies are there that we need to enact and and you know, repeal, you know, replace or expand upon? I get it. You know, if we just look at each of these candidates as a person, there's a lot to there's a lot to like, and there's a lot more that you can dislike in certain cases. Um, but you know, it's it's bigger than you know just the office of presidency. You know, and you know, we have Supreme Court justices. You know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is literally just holding on and has been holding on. You know, saying just for opportunity for her to get out and let them like replace her with another liberal judge so she can ride off into the sunset, man. Like, and so, you know, my respect to her, um, she'll, she'll definitely go down in the history books, you know, a a Jewish American woman. Um, but woof, man, like that's, that's, that's just crazy to me. Like, and and I mean, we can talk about this, you know, on a different show or sometime in the future, but, I also don't think that, not because the president doesn't just doesn't pick the Supreme Court. He picks like, or he or she, whoever the president is, picks like federal judges at all different levels. And I just, I think I have a, I have reservations about somebody getting a job and you get to keep that job for life no matter what you do. Very true. I don't. Very know, I don't true. know if I. I don't know if I agree with that, but. Um, Ooh, we could talk that, about that for yeah, so many different political offices, right? Yeah, and that 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 just makes whoever picks th- that judge. Because you look at the article that we were reading, you look at you look at RGB's like like background. Like she wrote a decision, um, she wrote a, a decision in 1966, mm-hmm. with United States versus Virginia. Yeah. Um, about what letting women d- being denied admission to the Virginia Military Institute in 1966. Yeah. She Seriously. Opinion. Seriously, dude. Like, fam, and she's still, like, writing opinions now. Like, yes, yes. <sighs> Let's get some fresh ideas, some new folks in there, dude. Please. Like, that's crazy. And I will say, you know, as a, as a former, you know, mini Yang Gang supporter, you know, one of the things that he he talked about was that uh, 18-year term limit for Supreme Court justices. Like, I love policies like that, which address oh, exactly for, what you're talking about. For like, sure. Like, that's... Uh, it makes sense. It like, makes sense. I, I think just they should, we, we should... Overall, we should seriously think about, like, the age of people that we allow. Not allow, but, like, that we, that we vote to be our politicians. Like Seriously. 
like, there's no way our president should be like in his 80s, bruh, over and over and over and over again. Not, I'm not saying you can't be 80 and be a good president, but like, for the majority of the time, like, you have these old people that make decisions for everyone else, yeah. I mean, I think I saw I saw something where, like, the like Clinton, Bush Jr., uh, Donald Trump, and who was uh, I think just those three, and and uh, Joe Biden. They're all like around the same age. Like George Bush, George Bush Jr. is seventy four. Uh, Bill Clinton is 73. Trump is what, 76? You mean currently or? Yeah, currently. Currently. Oh, okay. well, I, I, oh, no, Trump is 74 and Biden is 103 years old. No, um, <laughs> uh, Joe Biden is 77. Like, I only yeah. say that to just point out the fact that, like, literally, what, f- potentially four of the last five presidents or three of the last four presidents? are literally born within like one or two years apart. And it's been what my entire lifetime that uh, somebody from that generation has held the office of president. You know what I'm saying? Like that's mind boggling to me. Yeah. I just, can we just get some, like, one, I'm just tired of old white men being president. I'm just tired of it. Like the last two, the last two elections I have voted for, like, I mean, the last two primaries, I have voted for a woman. Yeah. Um, I voted for Hillary in the primary, Hillary yeah. in the general, voted for Elizabeth Warren in the primary, and of course we all know who I voted for in, in the general this this year. But Kanye was. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just I just think in that in that office and just overall we just need fresh ideas, fresh faces, just. Because yeah. what's been going on, it just it hasn't been working. Yeah, N- not for the majority of this country. Mm-hmm. So, new so, blood. It could be you, Tunde. You're, you're getting up. You're getting to that split. It could be you, bro. Okay. So speaking of, speaking of, um, speaking of the president. Did you hear about uh, his his niece? Yes, I did. She absolutely drugged. She drugged the kid, bro. So, um, so uh, president or the president, his his uh, nieces. Her name is Mary Trump. And so I want to say last last week she re- she released a book. Uh, the book is called "Too Much and Never Enough." It sold almost a million copies on day yeah. one. In a single day, crazy. Um, so she had an interview last week on the Rachel Maddow show. I love Rachel Maddow. Um, yeah, I think out on MSNBC she's probably like my favorite uh, personality, which is kind of sad to say because it's supposed to be about news. But anyways, so I like the fact that she just out of her style basically. So she yeah. had she she interviewed Mary Trump, and Mary Trump basically was saying, um, her thoughts towards towards the president. And before she comes on, um, Richard Maddow like like gives like his background story about like who Mary Trump is. Mm-hmm. So, I, have you listened to the interview yet? 
Yeah, so I didn't wa- uh, see it live, but I I ended up seeing it on the on the podcast. So you know they okay. and you were the one who told me about it, right? Like they yeah. take her shows and then put them on the podcast. So that's how I listened to the interview and woo. Yeah, so did, did you listen to the part about like her brother Fred and like the whole battle with the with the inheritance? Fun? Yeah. So so my takeaway my takeaway from that was really. You know, they they gave the like you said the backstory about I think it was the grandfather and you know or the uh, her grandfather right and you know they gave the inheritance and they were supposed to be taking care of or they promised like the health benefits to one of the children and then once the the patriarch passed away, you know Donald and what I guess three of his it, siblings it was so it's were, five siblings total yeah, and then Mary Trump yeah. who who wrote the book. Her dad had passed away before yeah. her granddad passed away. Yes, so the, yes, the inheritance yes. was supposed to be split five ways, mm-hmm. and then so the, the 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 right thing to do would be to say, "Okay, here's your dad's inheritance. You split it among yeah. the kids." So yeah, yeah, yeah. Trump and his siblings tried to take that inheritance, split it four ways instead. Right, but it didn't work. Right? They, they no, no, it worked. It worked. Oh, but but that's because they that's because they. Pulled that whole stunt with the health care for the child, right? Yeah, because because the baby, uh, Mary Trump's nephew, had like some condition where he needed like a run o'clock care, and yeah. the family was paying for it. So because they said they said either drop the claim on the inheritance, or we'll drop the health care for your baby and let your baby die. So that's who Donald Trump is. And it was and, and and Rachel Maddow put it in such an interesting way, right? Because she was talking about how everybody has like their lore or their story, right? And she was compared it to the, you know, George Washington, you know And the uh, apple tree. And the apple tree and what was it, Lincoln what never could tell a lie or something yeah. like that. And Donald Trump uh finessed his family <laughs> out of out of healthcare and, and you know, risk a child's life, right? Like and it's just like, you know, these are the, the lore, the stories that are told, associated, that give you an idea of these people's character. And it's like, jeez. And, and it's just like, you know, everybody's coming out with these just incredibly damning things. And, you know, it's more and more people closer and closer to him. And, and I get so perturbed by this idea. It doesn't seem to matter. Like, so, do you think it matters? Like, it, do you it, think doesn't, it, changes, it doesn't. Do you think so, it changes opinions? Like, No, it doesn't. So at the end, right, she she was like, uh, Rachel was asking Mary, in your book you say that the family, they say racist and anti-Semitic things all the time. And yeah. she's like, yes, it's just something that happens. And she's like, you know, I don't share those views because, you know, I, I went to school at least part of my time in Jamaica, so I have different yeah. views towards black people. Yeah. And and then Rachel was like, Do you have you ever heard uh Donald Trump say anything anti Semitic or use the N word? And she was like, mm-hmm. uh you know, it was just something that happened in our family. And then Rachel was like, Yeah, I'm gonna push I'm gonna I'm gonna push you on this. Have right. you literally heard him use the N word? And she's like, Yes I have. I've heard him use the N-word. I've heard yes. him say anti-Semitic things, right? Yeah, so yeah. Donald Trump does use the N-word, but yep. it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, because there's a lot of folks using it, right? Let's be honest about it, right? Like, 
it's not like and i'm sure there's somebody hearing this and they're like oh my god and then there's other people that are like well i mean you know so they see people using it all the time like you know what i'm saying like that's yeah. not a yeah like everyone is saying that like it's such a you know crim incriminating thing but the but truth of the matter is it should be though it should be though it should be but it's not though but it's because like not, not even just because you're a president just because you're a person yeah. you should be doing it yeah but yeah. like yeah you would like to believe that we hold our presidents to a higher standard but i think every single president that's ever been in the white house has used the n-word if you want my yeah. honest opinion. i mean yeah every yes, single one yes every yes, single one yes but yes but think about this yes but okay how many, how many, how many presidents have had a family member come out and say, "Yes, I've heard, I've heard Donald, uh, I've heard Bill Clinton use the N word." It, it hasn't happened, right? But but the thing is, though, with with Donald Trump, he's put that behind a long list of things. Like he's, we've seen a videotape of him say, "I just got woman by the pussy," like, uh, in, in, in his own so voice, crazy. Like, on that's a hot so mic saying nuts. that. That's so crazy. Like he's he's the fuck porn stars, and and he tried to cover it up. Using like Ill illegal like camp like campaign contributions and cover that shit up and yeah I don't know but like, yeah it's hella slimy so you put you put that behind the long list of things he's done and then it's like oh it's like if I think people's opinions on him are already like formed like if you yeah. if, if you hate him you hate him this is another long list of things and uh -huh. if you're a Donald Trump fan he's gonna find a way to to like spin this so you can make him, you know, not such a bad guy. Is it short-sighted to say that if you're a Donald Trump fan, him saying the N-word doesn't change anything because that's not a very bad thing in your world? Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm like, sure. I would like, like, I would love to hear from, like, a Donald Trump fan that's like, oh, he says the, the N-word? Oh, man, like, that's what did it. Now. That drew the line. Like, <laughs> listen, man, I was okay with the locking babies up at the border, but not the N-word, Don. Come on, bro. Like, nah, bro. Like, that's that's a uh, that's OD. You know, and you know, I think, yeah, you, you said it. You know, every everything with like just the family members coming out is nuts. I have to be honest. I don't necessarily think that just because, you know. He has people snitching on him, makes it any necessarily worse than all the other previous presidents who probably shared similar views, ideals, and beliefs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but that being said, you know, just the audacity of of this guy to now throw it in your face, like, that's just really disrespectful. Um, and you know I don't do disrespect very well in any form. And so, you know, but again, my opinions are already my opinions, so this doesn't necessarily change them, right? Um, and so you're kind of just stuck on that, right? Um, so yeah, that, I mean, that, those are those are really my takeaways. Um, I, I think everyone should go take a take a second if to to check out the Rachel Maddow podcast um, and check out that interview. Yeah, uh, are you gonna? Are you, the book. Yeah, okay, good. I was gonna ask yeah. you. Um, it's and sold out, so I probably have to get a digital copy. Yeah, uh, like the Kindle was fifteen bucks. I saw earlier. I was like, damn, yeah. fifteen bucks for the Kindle book. And I think Amazon has it. Like you can, it'll get it to you by August, which isn't too far from now. Last time yeah. I checked. Yeah. But bro, a million copies in a day. Sheesh. She's she about to go diamond. You feel me? She went. <laughs> she dropped a book and it went platinum. G. Yeah. 
Speaking of going platinum, should we segue? Sure. And and we we already kind of talked about this a lot on the on the uh, on the pregame. So yeah, that's kind of set the stage, bro. Set the stage. Set okay. The stage. Uh, Kanye West um, right now is well. Let's just let's work our way backwards. Uh, right right now he's on Twitter uh, doing Kanye West things and just spewing incoherent thoughts about who knows what. Um, and this is a response to a video. Well, people has been people have been going in on Kanye West the last couple of days because the video surfaced of him last week saying that uh, Harriet Tubman didn't actually free the slaves. He she just brought them out of this out of bondage into working for white people. More different white people. So this came out of a, I guess, a town hall that he had. Uh, they, yeah, they were saying it was like a, a presidential rally or something yeah. like that. Yeah, like and a town hall forum type thing. Bas- yeah, basically, uh, he got into it with a, I, I don't know the woman's name, forgive me, but he got into it with a woman, a black woman, and uh, some back and forth happened, and she ended up leaving at that at that point when the Harry Tubman comment were made so uh basically that's the the gist of it all and we spent literally an hour on our instagram live going Uh, back and forth about kanye west and mm -hmm. what i would describe as his antics uh when it comes to when it comes to to things such as okay maybe i say antics but like he says things that he says a lot of things that are irresponsible given his platform, and um, I think that's that's where I stand with it, and I don't agree with uh, basically anything that he has to say outside of music and fashion. And okay. Say what? You have the floor. I mean, ugh, I, you left it wide open. Today I can go. Uh... A thousand. I mean, it's up to I you. Go, I, I think a thousand directions uh, with this. Before you go, I think, uh, I think, I'm going to take your uh, your advice, and then after this segment, I'm going to stop publicly speaking about him. You're going to stop publicly speaking about him? Yeah. Because because like he's because it's going to go nowhere, right? He's, next week or maybe in five months or a year, he's going to say something else that's going to spark, like controversy and all like because he, he this is not something new to him right like yeah he says something on on in public it uh creates a like a dust up and then he goes on twitter and just incoherently just tweets about random things he does like he's done both before right so, yeah 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 yeah. and then people line up on different topics surrounding it mental health yeah. uh yeah irresponsible platform yeah and so it just it's a continuing cycle so yeah well so one thing one thing to also add on this whole thing right is you know obviously i think the most popular clip that's going around is the the harriet tubman um comments uh but there was also a hysterical like he had a hysterical breakdown uh when he was talking about uh abortion and he was talking about how you know his dad wanted him to be aborted um you know but his mom saved his life 
and how, you know, when his first daughter was being born, they had talked about, you know, terminating the pregnancy. Uh, and, you know, I think as he's reflecting on it, um, you know, just the hurt and everything surrounding that, like, it's a, you know, abortion is a, is a very emotionally charged um, subject. But, you know, that was another part of this whole um, conversation. And uh, the only reason why I bring that up is when we're looking at, you know, he was, while we were doing the Instagram live, and even as we've been doing this episode, he was doing a, a live Twitter rant. I actually have it open in another tab, like right here. So like, as we've been talking, like I've been just monitoring all the craziness that he's been tweeting, you know, talking about um, how he loves his wife, but his wife was trying to have him locked up, uh, locked up like, by a doctor, like on the movie Get Out and, you know, all this other stuff. Like, it, it's crazy. He's talking, he's tweeting Chris Jenner, telling her to call him. And now he's de he's deleting some tweets. It's It's a whole mess. But what am I trying to say? Uh, you know, I am a fan of Kanye's art. And I want to be very clear. Like I've been very vocal about my fandom of Kanye. But I want to be very clear that I don't think that that necessarily means that I'm condoning uh, any of his words, any of his actions, any of the things that he's been saying and, and spewing. I think a lot of them are, uh, the best word that I can think of is irresponsible. Not necessarily because he's saying anything that's like wrong or or that he's saying anything that he doesn't truly believe, but I think we have this expectation of our public figures to at least talk about things in a coherent way. And Kanye doesn't talk about shit in a coherent way. Uh, and so that's why I think that it's irresponsible to just keep throwing a mic in his face and you know spreading it all over the internet when he says something that's ridiculous. Uh, I know that, you know, from your point of view and in the conversation that we had, when Kanye comes out and says something stupid, you don't necessarily separate his character from his creations, right? You're not going to support no Yeezys. You're not going to listen to some of the greatest albums ever made of all time uh, just because they came from a person who says stupid shit. Is that fair to say? Yeah, very fair to say. Uh, yeah, and so, you know, for me, I do tend to separate them. Um, you know, I also would say that I hope that he gets the help, help that he needs uh, because dude is obviously, like, sick. He's sick. Uh, but the one thing that I will say about Kanye that I think is endearing, in a sense, maybe, is that I don't think that anyone has been able to take chaos and create something amazing with it, like Kanye West. So ultimately, this is a shit show. His wife is going to be tripping. The family's going to be tripping. They're going to be talking about all the money they're losing and the brand and endorsements, blah, blah, blah. And he's about to create something fire. It's about to be absolutely fire. And I don't know what it's going to be, but I, honestly, like, I'm going to be here waiting to see what it is. And... um. It's unfortunate that you have to have all the antics with it, but uh, I don't know if antics is a good word, but um, damn, bro. It's it's hard being a Ye fan today, though. It is very hard. I mean, I hope you enjoy whatever album he has coming out. <laughs> I'm sure you're not going to listen to it. Uh, uh, 
I mean, I hope he gets the help. He, he I hope he gets some help. Um, I, I will say this: it just it just seems funny to me that people, not you, but people, mostly only bring up his mental health when he says something. That, that Outlandish, be, yeah, yeah. It's never any other time. Um, uh, what do you mean by like what? What would be an example that someone has? Well, oh, so, sorry, when he says things that are anti-black. Oh, when he says things that are anti-black. Okay, okay. So let's. So it's like it's like you're excusing it, but yeah. but like when he says, but when he says things that are outlandish that are anti-black, that 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 never really comes up as much. It doesn't come up, doesn't come up as much. Sure. Uh, I mean, so if we look at it, like, I, I think there's, what, four major events that we can look at, right? There's, like, there's four that at least immediately pop to mind. We have the George Bush doesn't care about black people. Mm-hmm. We have the Taylor Swift VMAs. We have the slavery is a choice. And we have the more recent uh, Harriet Tubman didn't really flee the slaves. And then there's now, the Donald Trump thing. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Okay, so five things. Yeah, the the Donald Trump is my friend. I'm... Um, repurposing the MAGA hat. Um, do you think that if if we do subscribe to that level of mental illness, do you think that there's the same level of mental illness during all of these, or do you think it's got progressively worse? Uh, I, I can't say. I'm sorry. I, 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 I guess I, 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 guess I, I can say. I don't, want to, I don't want to say because I'm not... I a doctor, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to diagnose him. Mm-hmm. I guess that's fair. Uh you know, but without, you know, don't take my word as, as law, but, you know, I think that, I mean, and, I've, and I'm going to continue to say this, right? I think celebrity in itself is a mental illness. It is a disease. Um, and he is suffering from it in the worst way. Uh, but, you know, we talked a lot about the, the slavery as a choice um, incident, right? And how that was, you know, and... As you put, as you worded it, anti-black. Uh, but it was an interesting conversation we had, just from the sense of it was an irresponsible conversation. But when you look at it from a vantage point of mental slavery and things like that, that it's not like the comments were necessarily wrong. They were just done in a really inappropriate way would you agree with that uh yeah i mean i mean i would agree with it but it, like i said it's a nuanced conversation right so you can you can you can it's you can say that they they were there's a difference between mentally and physically enslaved right so yes i'm going to i'm going to talk about a book later on when we do our avms where like it's not like there weren't slave revolts. Mm-hmm. Like, right. you can revolt all you want to, but if, if the militia comes up with guns, what are you going to do? Sure. So to say this might is messy for staying in slavery is just an insult to, 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 to black people in this country. The and same way, the, and the same way you made the comment earlier about how it's an insult when people wear the shirts that say, you know, I'm not my ancestors, right? Like that's yeah. an, you know, I, 
and I think you hit the nail on the head. And we don't have to like really beat this to death um, today. I think it's a continued conversation ultimately because this is going to continue to be a thing. Um, but the one thing that I think gets lost when a lot of people start going on their just, you know, canceling of Kanye or their hatred of Kanye is that a lot of these things are nuanced conversations. And it's not always, it's not always from, um, you know, if I look at this 15 second snippet, you know, then, oh, let's talk about it. Like Kanye said, slavery is a choice. Like you and I both admitted, if we just watched that clip by itself, you'd be like, yo, fam is bugging. Like, even if you do think that, like just the way you said that and what you said is foolish. Like it's an absolute ridiculous thing to do. But the truth of the matter is when you kind of, you know, listen, watch the complete video, you listen to some of his follow-up interviews and the things that he's talking about, it is a conversation about, you know, mental slavery. It is a conversation about how fear enslaves us all. It is a conversation on, you know, more things than just, oh, my ancestors that were in chains chose to be in chains. Look at them. It's it's not that. And so, again, I will all day say that, you know, Kanye is you know, irresponsible for how he's trying to relay his message. And as somebody who is a so-called prophet to himself, you know, don, uh, donning the moniker of Jesus, like you'd expect it to come in a better package. Um, but I have always appreciated and will continue to appreciate the fact that for those that want to try to peel back the layers, it does bring up really insightful thoughts and topics. Um, but again, you know, there's still that unfortunate side of it where some people are going to now take those words and take those images and use them for very dis destructive things, i.e. look at the MAGA hat incident where, you know, his whole thing was to try to repurpose it and say, everybody's looking at this thing for hate and div division. And I'm trying to show you guys that I'm wearing this, but I'm showing it with love and and repurposing it. And look, I've bent the brim of the hat. It's not the exact same. Ha ha ha. And it's like, yeah, Kanye, like you can talk your shit and this makes you feel quote unquote free because you're doing what you want to do and not afraid of what people are going to say back to you. I admire that. But when Donald Trump is going to use that to say, hey, look, black people, I have supporters and you should support me too. Well, that's, that's destructive. And so, you know, yin and yang, you take the good with the bad. Um, you know, and it's unfortunate that the bad has to be so bad sometimes. But, you know, uh, this is ultimately going to be a great conversation on what we think of as freedom. Who is actually free in this country? What does it mean to be free? Uh, if people want to have that conversation. Otherwise, you know, I ain't mad at y'all. Say fuck yay. Um, you know, because my man's just saying some wild shit sometimes. But such is life. Tell me something new, right? Yeah, I definitely am on that. Can't. I'm definitely on that boat. Uh, no, I'm on that boat now. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna talk about him after this. To be honest, like, well, he's in public. I just, I'd rather spend my energy talking about things that actually matter. Um, besides Kanye West's, like, uh, platform on 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 women's rights, which is not gonna matter in the long run because he's not gonna. He's not going to be the president. So, well, like, I don't understand why we're even talking about this at this point. I mean, that's what the fuck I was saying before. Like, everybody is going crazy off of a Kanye tweet like he's running for president. I'm still getting heat talking about, hey, bro, like, Kanye better not run for president, man. He going to ruin, pull the boats from Joe Biden. 
just in case y'all are wondering, uh, Kanye won't be listed on South Carolina's presidential ballot in November, so everyone can chill. Uh, I don't think he's going to be anybody's ballot, um, but you know, let's let's all use our use our heads here for a bit. Um, but I would love feedback. You know, I would love <clears throat> another opinion because uh, you know I'm not disagreeing with anybody who says that the comments are you know very poor and you know all that other stuff. But you know, I don't look to my favorite musicians for guidance on my decisions in most cases. But I think oh the one thing I was gonna say is. You might not want to talk about Kanye in public, but do you think that it is value in having a conversation about like what does freedom mean in this country and like who is really free? Like I think that's a valuable conversation. Yeah, you can. Ha- I can have a conversation outside of him. Yeah, you you can. You you yeah. can, and I'm not going to disagree with that. But I I do think that some of his antics, as you've called them, or or things that he said in the media. Um, bring light to a lot of these conversations, um, which I do think are very useful and powerful and, and pretty fucking dope, um, if you ask me. But, you know, Kanye 2020, you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we kind of alluded to this at the beginning of, the, of this episode we were talking about uh, black-ass movies. So we thought that it would be interesting to kind of list our top five act black actors and actresses. Um, so we both came up with our lists, and uh, I actually wrote mine down so I couldn't. So if if you so you can't say that I'm like copying off you, so I have my list okay. prepared and written uh, down. I have mine written down too, and I have like honorable mentions right here. Look, I got evidence. They're written okay. down. Boom, boom, boom. I got, okay. I got my top five. Did you put them in order at all? No. no. Okay. And so, and part of the reason why we wanted to do this is because, like, we were gonna go so hard on black ass movies in the beginning. We wanted to celebrate like black excellence in the films and arts yeah. and stuff. Um, okay. So, do you want to go one for one, or how do you want to do this? How do you want to do this? Uh, sure. Okay. Um. Okay. Actually, just run your five, and then I'll run my five. Okay. So Let's my try. five, I have Viola Davis. Okay. I have Denzel Washington. Okay. I have Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. I have Jamie Foxx. Bruh, four dudes? Okay. Or, I have or three, three dudes. dudes. Three dudes. Okay, and then three dudes. I have Alfred Wooderson. Woodard, sorry. I can't speak. What? I'm, I'm messing up names today. Yep. What? Say that one more time. Say your list one more time. Viola Davis. Okay. Denzel Washington. Okay. Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Jamie Foxx. Alfred Woodard. Doug, you have Jamie as top five of all time? Yep. Yeah, go for those movies. No, 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 listen. Okay, and then Alfred Woodard. Okay, she's good too but mm. i'm thinking about like i'm thinking about when i I made my list i'm thinking about like like act like like versatility type shit and and it's just the way they act not not how big the movie was like for their acting ability dog i i think we have what two common in common 
So I don't know if I you guess. remember uh, Jamie Foxx, his, him and Ray. Yeah, I remember Ray. Ali. Ray was Jamie Foxx was in Ali. Not Jamie Foxx. Uh, not not Ali. Um, what am I thinking about? Um, he was Ali. Uh, he was with the with the. Uh, oh, oh non member. No 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 no. Collateral. I, I, I thought Collateral was good as shit. Okay, before you start trying well, to defend Tom this. Man, okay, wait 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 wait. Django wait. was good as shit. Before you try to defend this man, let me run my list, bro. Cause, okay, uh, what's your list? Okay, because this is what a real list looks like. Okay. Um, I will give you Viola Davis and okay. Denzel Washington. Okay. Okay. Then I'm going... Uh, oh, oh, and, I'll, and I'll also preface this by saying I wanted three men and two women. Okay, that's what list. I have. So, yeah, no, no. But I, I'm do, I, I had the same thing. I had the same okay. thought process. So Viola Davis... Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, Sam Jackson, and Octavia Spencer. See, mm-hmm. I and I am I, so I, think, I, I think am this... so I am so disgusted that you don't have Samuel L. Jackson. See, as I think one with of your Sam Jackson, five, bro. Sam Jackson has been in a lot of movies. He has been he has had some quality roles, but when I think of versus, I think one he just yells a lot. Bruh. And he curses a lot, right? Bruh. Bruh. I'm not saying he's not a great actor. He's a phenomenal actor. We said top five. And truth be told, he is in my honorable mention. But when I think of, like, versatility, I don't think of Sam Jackson. What? He's done every, like, every type of role. Like, everything. Okay. I just don't put him ahead of my five. Dog, okay, Forrest Whitaker, I think, is an interesting pick. I think Forrest Whitaker is great, but I I can't put him ahead of the hardest working man in Hollywood. Like, yes, Sam Jackson hard, is... He's hard work. I, I will give you that title. He's the hardest working man in Hollywood. Bruh, I'm running through his list right now. I'm running through his list right now, right? Like, school days, do the right thing, Mo Better Blues. Good, he was in Goodfellas, Jungle Fever, Juice. Okay, so you name a movie that he's Jurassic in. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. You name a movie that he's in, right? Yes. I'm thinking, what movies that he's in where he's like, where you're just like, oh my God, that scene that he just killed that scene. And you're not gonna, don't give me Jurassic Park because he didn't kill Pulp any fiction. scene in Jurassic Park. Pulp okay, fiction. I'll, I'll fiction. give you Pop Fiction. I'll give you Pop Fiction, yes. I'll give you Django. I think Deep Blue Sea. Django. Deep Blue Sea, are you serious? He was fire, bro. Are you serious? Are you serious? I was so good. Are you serious? So good. Avengers, no. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Oh, my God. Dog, you're going to disrespect the man. No, 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 I'm not. You're going to disrespect. You're going to disrespect Frozone right now, bro. You're going to disrespect Frozone. Huh? 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 He's done it all, dog. He's done it all. He was Afro Samurai in a TV series, bro. Like, you know what? what? Your name with 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 taking two different aspects. You're saying all the movies he's in. I'm thinking, oh, but but I will give you a time to kill. I'll give you a time to kill. You know what? I I might change. I might change this actually. Change your list, bro. Change your list. You've been convinced. I might. I might bump. I might bump. Forced to honorable mention because I forgot about. I forgot about time to kill. See, 
And I forgot about Negotiator. The Hateful Eight. Eh. Eh. That's right. I want everybody to 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 mark this shit. I have mm-hmm. I have converted Tunde to be a believer. I I didn't say I wasn't a believer. He was in my honorable mention. <laughs> what are you talking about? I have converted Tunde just now. Jackie you, Brown was great. This the, I just changed. Uh, who's the honorable mention? My twin. Oh my god. My okay. doppelganger. All right. My, do- All right. my doppelganger. All right. Tell the tell the people who my bo- doppelganger. But then, is. but then, but then you think about Samuel Jackson. Right? People, He's also made some people, trash movies. No, 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 no. He made snakes on a plane. That was not trash. That was fire. That was fire. It was so good. Do all not right. disrespect all right. snakes all right. on a plane. All right, but all right, buddy. Tunde, Tunde, stop dodging the question. Tell everybody who my doppelganger is. Will Smith. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say, say, tell everybody who my doppelganger is, Tunde. Uh, tell the people, I, I Tunde. Yes, you do, Tunde. Um, say his name. It's the one that it's the one that girls always tell me I look like. Hmm, I'm drawing a blank. Samuel Jackson. Okay, why are you trying to be? So- <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael B. Jordan. Fuck. Yes, yes, and and your whole list, your your list should be null and void just because of that. Bullshit. Why? Why? He's a fucking terrible actor. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute. I know we're having a good time right now, but what? A terrible actor? Bam. Let's not do this. Okay. 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 Wait, That's my okay. acting skills. Acting yes. skills. Like, okay. like, like what? You say he's terrible? All right. He's not good. How, why, why are you saying this? Why are you saying this? Okay. Cause he, cause to be fair, good. to be fair, he should not be number six on this list. I'll give you that. But to say that he is terrible is... Okay. Dis- I, I said, I, I walked it back. He's, he's, not, he's, just not, he's just not good. He is good. Okay. Oh, uh, what, so. what was the fucking... Um, the movie he did, uh, uh, damn, the one where he was Oscar Grant. What the fuck was that movie? Fruitvale Station. Yeah, Fruitvale that, Station that, was that, that. That is it. That is it. I thought he did good in Just Mercy. Eh. Nah, I, like think Just Mercy. I think Jamie Foxx did better. Way better. I mean, he had a nicer character. Yeah. I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. Jamie Foxx did. That's Jamie Foxx's movie. Creed. Terrible acting job. Okay, now Black Panther. Nah, I'm gonna be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you. He was also in Hardball, and that's a fire film. G. Never seen it. Uh, Fantastic Four. You've never seen Hardball. Trash. Tunde, Tunde, Tunde. Time out. Time out. You're not gonna just skip past it. You've never seen Hardball. You don't know about G. Oh, 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 oh. that Hardball. That Hardball. No, no, no. I think I was thinking about. I was thinking about uh, Moneyball. Bruh, you was about to have Hardball. Yeah, yeah. I was about to push pause on this recording, dog. Uh, what else? Hardball. You didn't think uh, Creed was good acting? You didn't think Creed was a good acting no, job? It, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. What? That movie does not have good acting. It has good fight scenes. Good acting, not so much. Um, wow. What else? Red wow. Tails, trash movie. Um, wow. Well, that's a trash movie. Trash acting in that movie. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, wow, that's right. That, that, that's what I said when I saw it when I left the movie theater. Wow, this shit is trash. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you didn't think I, Black I, Panther I, was good. At, you didn't think he did a good job acting in Black Panther. I don't think any of the Marvel movies are that's good acting. I think it's it's a good storyline and it's and it's you know it's a comic book, so we're like all interested in it and it's good action. There's no like act, I'm talking about your acting ability. I think he is. I think he is. Okay, okay, okay. So, really quick, really quick, because um, you know, I want I wanted to to shout out. You know, you had had um, Alfre Woodard, and I had Octavia Spencer. I think those are two um, excellent actresses. Underappreciated. Uh, I'm very underappreciated. I I personally lean toward. I I, I thought about uh, Alfre on my list. But I, I ended up going with Octavia just because... I can go either way also. I mean, you know, and I think she's been... You know, she's, I, don't, I don't think she would be considered just like a traditionally necessarily attractive woman. But like her skill and her talent like have just... I felt like outshined in all of her, her works. That's, you know, like... That's, like, huh? and, and that's the, like the basis where I made my list. Yeah, like their talent just outshines yeah. everything else. I mean, because you know, even like her role in Hidden Figures was great. Um, like she, she was. She also did uh, the Help, which I loved. Yep. She was also in Fruitvale Station, funny enough too. Um, but I, I think she's an incredible actress. I I wasn't I wasn't really as caught up on Alfrey's versatility. I didn't know if she had done like a lot of different roles. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt yeah. like she was doing a lot of the same shit in all her movies. Yeah, I could agree with that. Which is, um, she's still great, but, you know. When I was making my list, I asked my mom, and, and she was trying not to include Viola Davis because she's just sick of her crying the way she cries in movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she cries hard as hell. She cries hard as fuck. Have you seen Fences? Did you ever see Fences? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I, I love that movie. That it's, movie, I mean, so good. It takes, I don't know, it's emotional and it like, I don't. Know, it's one of those you have to pay attention to. You can't have any distractions. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of, yeah. it's a lot of monologues. It's heavy though, dude, and they yeah. act their asses off too. Yep. Um, we won't. We'll just, we'll just kind of. Scratch over Suicide Squad though. That shit was awful. When she was in Suicide Squad, that shit was so bad. I don't remember her in that. Yeah. She wasn't memorable. She was basically like the the like the bad guy who was like calling the little demon thing or whatever and shit. It was awful. Don't you? Oh you, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, now. I remember now. If you forgot about it, lucky you. Um okay, so okay, I was joking about my honorable mention. Uh you said that Forrest Whitaker now would be your honorable mention? Yeah. And then I put, uh, I'll take Forrest off. Okay. Yeah, and put him at, at Arbor Mention. And I'll keep Viola, um, Denzel, Jamie, and Alfred. And Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I'm talking with Morgan Freeman, though, huh? Um, well, I try to keep, I try to keep it somewhat balanced with men and women. Uh-huh. And I didn't want to take any of the other three off. Morgan Freeman's good too, though. I mean, like, his voice, like as a voice actor, yeah. he's not better. I don't think there's any better. 
Yeah. All right. So so somebody that I wanted to put in an honorable mention, there was several people I wrote down, but man, I put Regina King, bro. I think I think she's super underrated as a voice actress. Oh yeah, for sure. Like incredibly she... underrated as a voice actress, and also like a good actress in her own right. In my opinion, I love Regina King. Uh, she did. She does Huey and Riley, right? On yeah, and the Boondocks. Yep. Yeah. She yeah. did both of them, but she, I mean, like. She was in If Bill Street Could Talk. I mean, I thought Watchmen was great. Oh, I, I, I love If Bill Street Could Talk. Yeah, If Bill Street Could Talk. Um, you know, I, I think she's done like quite a bit of TV and other stuff, but uh, I wanted to put her as my honorable mention. I don't necessarily think she's better than a lot of the other people that I could um, list. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, I even wanted to have, I mean, like, you know, I could run like Chadwick Bozeman. Uh, I had Pam Greer up there just because, you know, it's Pam Greer. Um, I think Cuba Gooding, Michael Clark Duncan, there's Angela Bassett, right? Like, I could run yeah. names all day. But I said Regina King because... A, a lot a like. lot better than what we named at the beginning of the of the, of the the episode. Like, a all lot better than Omar Epps and, and Neil all of them. All of them. I would even like to do, like, a top five, like, up-and-coming actor actresses list too man like we could do that, I think that on the future, on the future episode. I, yeah i think there's a lot of other actors and actresses that are incredibly talented um and i think zendaya is my new crush bro i think she's my new crush talk um great. what's that show ah i forgot it already it's euphoria a- euphoria i can't wait for season two i actually haven't even seen it yet if i'm being honest oh, you, you got uh Sugar warning: If you like dependent on alcohol or or drugs, like that's not the show for you. Um, you keep, oh, it's you, like you, a, it's like an addiction type thing. Heavy, heavy. Oof. She's like a she's an addict. My my boo is an addict in the show. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. I'll, but it's I'll it's it's, it's really it's really good. Like, there's it covers like a lot of bases. Like, if high school like that for me, I don't know what I would do, but. Like body positivity and and um and like trans rights and like they don't be in trans and in in high really school. yeah it's that's HBO right it's HBO I want to say Showtime okay no it could be Not... HBO oh, no it's HBO uh, it's HBO it's, it's HBO. HBO no it is I just checked it's HBO yeah, yeah that's my that's my new that's my new crush for sure yeah she's great. Yeah. Oh, and also John David Washington. I think he's like a great actor as well. Denzel, uh, Denzel son. Say what? Yeah, Denzel yeah, yeah. Son? I think and he's I, good. To be I don't know if you, I don't know if you watch um, if you watch Snowfall. Uh, I've only seen a couple episodes, but I gotta like finish it because you and Gary keep uh gassing it up. <laughs> I just um, I mean one. Um, R.I.P. to uh, John Singleton. John Singleton, but they're the main character uh, who plays uh, Franklin. He's he's um, played by actor named uh, uh, Damson Idris, and mm-hmm. he's a British actor. And I don't, know, I haven't seen him anything else, but he is like he acts. He's, he's good. Apparently, he was in a Black Mirror episode. 
might have been. I don't know. Who would have thought? But yeah, no, I think this is his first big break. He pulled the Idris Elba because you know that he did the Idris Elba did the same thing when he uh, got the job for the Wire. Oh yeah. Like oh, he, oh yeah yeah. He had a he had an accent because like the the producer was basically only trying to have like like American actors like just to be as authentic as possible. And his agent told him like like be in character the entire time. Like do not break your accent ever. Uh, and so, like, uh, he was going through the whole process, and then one time they just, like, basically pin him down, like, yo, we know what you're up to. And then he finally, like, admits it, but they were like, it was so good, and he was so committed to it that they were like, fuck it, you get the job anyway, dude, you're a, you're a beast. Um, oh, I don't know this episode. It's a really cool story. It's on Black Mirror. It's like the rideshare episode. What are you talking about? Are you, are you responding to what I just said, or are you talking about something else? No, I'm sorry. The, you said he's an episode of... of He's in an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to look up the, the episode that he was on. It's the rideshare episode called Smithereens. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, dog. You, you ready to get this, uh, these AVM recommendations to the people? Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's fly through these bad boys really quick. All right. Um, I'll, go, I'll go first this week. Yep. Oh, sh- shit. What did I put? Okay. Um, let me see here. Uh, I did not put a V. Okay, for my audio this week, um, I'm going to be that guy and <laughs> recommend the new Drake track. So uh, he he came out with two songs. One was called Popstar, one was called Grease. I'm going to recommend Popstar, which is a DJ Khaled featuring Drake track. Um, I've already seen a lot of people quoting it on their Instagram com, uh, captions. And it's just a it's just a fun song. I put it on the week two. Um, I put it on the my week gr- two. My, my girl. You said what? Then you kept saying my, my girl. Oh That's yeah, my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah my girl. Yeah, it's like da, 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 my girl. I was like, oh okay, bro. I'm like nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're so you're so uh, you're so ahead of your time, Drake. Wow. Um, yeah. So pop star, DJ Khaled featuring Drake. Um, it's fire. Um, for my V, you know, I still have not been watching, uh, much TV at all. Um, but one thing that I do watch damn near every day is Family Feud. <laughs> I love Family Feud. I love Family Feud so much. I've been watching it on YouTube, bruh. I'll watch the reruns on TV and they got like new episodes that come on Hulu. So my V, I'm going to say Family Feud because I can do what I want. It's my podcast, and that's how I'm feeling. And for my mental recommendation, um, there's a podcast um, that's hosted by the Bigger Pockets channel. So Bigger Pockets is a real estate um, – it's a like a real estate investment sort of blog, and it's kind of expanded into so much more. Like it's, it's books and, and workshops and webinars and – uh, all these other things, but they also have a series of podcasts. So recently, I think in the last um, few months, they started one for people that are just starting, uh, and as well as uh, like they they're it's hosted by novices in the real estate investment game, so you can kind of learn from their experiences on a more personal level. And it's called Real Estate Rookies. So uh, it's the Real Estate Rookies podcast, um, hosted by Bigger Pockets. Uh, I also would recommend the Bigger Pockets podcast too, but 
Uh, it's just a different spin on it, uh, different hosts, and it's it's pretty good. They're sharing a lot of personal stories, and so for anybody that's interested in real estate investing like me, it's another great resource to learn. So um, those are my recommendations. What do you got, Team Day? All right, so my recommendations, um, I have my audio. I have Jay-Z, Volume 2, Hard Knock Life. So this episode... This album came out, I want to say, in the fall, September, October, somewhere out there, of 1998. So that was my senior year of high school. Jesus and, Christ. That was uh, six years. That's cool. <laughs> it must be nice to just not have memories of the 90s. But anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I really, really... Um, Love that album. I remember when I first bought it. Um, so listening back to that album, uh, that was like my really first introduction to Memphis Bleak. He had great features on there. Yeah, DMX, uh, Too Short. I just love that album. So my recommendation is Volume Two, Hard Knock Life. For my visual, it's a Netflix movie that came out last week, maybe the week before. It's called Old Guard. Uh, Netflix has been really stepping their game up when it comes to like action movies. Heck yeah. Yeah, so uh, they had another movie called Extraction that was really good too. But Old Guard is like a movie about these people that have been alive for like who knows how long they, they can't die. Well, they can't die, but you'll see it if you watch the movie. You'll see it. Um, it's about people who are immortal and they're hiding in plain sight. And there's a new there's a new immortal, and it's it's really good. Can um, I can I can I say the yeah. ending the ending ending kind of pissed me off? Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's gonna be a part two. It, it's got to be, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, kind of pissed me off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I wanted them to explain some shit, and they were not yeah. willing to do that. I mean, it's, it's like a movie that, like, it's funny because left the, the movie got left on a cliffhanger, as if like it was a season finale. Like, this is Bruh, a movie. <laughs> you feel me? Like, what? Like, they're making everything what you want to binge it, but like, this is a movie, fam. Like, I gotta wait like years. Yeah. So, old guard, pretty good. Pretty good uh, movie. And then for my mental, I'm doing a book. Uh, the book is called American Uprising, The Untold Story of the America's Largest Slave Revolt by Daniel Rasmussen. So this book is about, as you might have guessed it, I just said, it's America's <laughs> largest uh, untold slave revolt. And so it happened in January of 1811 in New Orleans, where 500 slaves basically dressed up in military uniforms, uh, killed a couple of of plantation owners stole their guns and marched from plantation to plantation um, outside of New Orleans. And their plan was to go to New Orleans and capture the city. So um, a lot of people don't really talk about this this labor war or not really widely known. But the of course the book doesn't have a happy ending because obviously slaves did not <laughs> slaves did not overtake New Orleans and, and make it their own city. But oh man! But this is like this book, knowing the history and reading books like this, makes you mad when you hear things like, you know, slavery was a choice and they meant they were mentally slaves. So that's what kind of so knowing like basically knowing the history. If you if you know things like that, then you wouldn't make comments. Like like that. So, but that's my mentor for this week, American Uprising by Daniel Rasmussen. Gay, hey, good stuff. No, and I, I mean I think um, 
you know, you hit on a, another good point. You know, when you know the history, I think you make a lot more educated comments and, and you know, you talk about things in a much healthier way. Uh, and it's unfortunate, like, think that things like this aren't taught, right? Like, there's so many people that are walking around here, you know, oblivious, uneducated, or ignorant to so many things. It's 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 truly unfortunate. But you know, shout out to that recommendation, man. Like, it's another one I have to add to my list as well. Um, hey, you're always welcome to borrow the book if you want. I have it. Yeah, no, bro. I'm about to just have to get like a whole like list. How many pages is that? A little. I kind of got long, G. Nah, it's not that long. It is. Because so a lot of it is notes and the bibliography, because it has a lot of like factual Hist- information yeah. there that you can look up. So it's uh, two hundred and seventeen pages. Oh, that's, that's not bad. bad. Yeah, that's a good weekend. That's a good weekend. Yeah. Dope, dope. I gotta knock out a bunch. I'm thinking, and you know, we have a few things we gotta work on still too, just for our whole reading, you know, yeah. vibe going forward. Anyway, but. Um, the next time I see you, even if it's like, I guess around your birthday or something, um, we'll just do a book exchange, bro. Cause I still got a oh, fat yeah. stack. I got a fat stack sitting at the crib too. And I'm going back to Cali. So we'll talk, uh, but let's wrap this bad boy up. Yeah. Yep. Let's rock. So, all right, everybody. So as always, we've left you with a few things to check out until next week. Uh, and so from the bottom of our hearts, first and foremost, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you coming back and, um, you know, enjoying this time with us. You know, you can always stay connected via email, summer16podcast at gmail.com. Our show's Instagram page, summer16pod, and on our Facebook page, uh, summer16podcast. We also have our Twitter now, summer16pod, writing yep. days. Yep. Some, yep. Some, some our Twitter page as well. Uh, and, and another request, guys, if you don't mind, you know, wherever you're listening to this, you know, feel free to like, rate, subscribe, all of that. You know, we would love to continue to help growing our show, get the word out there, keep it spreading, and, and you know, uh, keep attracting new listeners if you enjoy. Uh, as always, if you know you want to continue help supporting the show, uh, help us put on better shows going forward. Don't hesitate to put a little something, something towards our cap cash app dollar sign. Summer 16 pod. Um, one more time, dollar sign, summer 16 pod. (laughs) Anything helps guys. We appreciate, you know, all that you guys have done for us so far. Uh, we're going to continue growing, making bigger, better content, uh, content and, you know, give us feedback. We're, we're, we're learning a lot growing all the time and, We appreciate you guys for rocking with us this far, and we're going to keep going. So uh, until next time, whole lot of gang shit. Peace. Y'all stay out of trouble, staying safe. Donald Trump said it's cool to wear masks now. Yo, it's patriotic. (laughs) Shout out to 45. (laughs) Peace.